I just want to give you as much information as possible. So when the time comes, you feel like you know what you're doing. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle, guys. I am Jesse Zagorski. I'm I'm only a, a guide today because we have a, an amazing guest host who's going to be doing all the knowledge dropping. He is a uh, he is someone who um, who I've met. Uh, I would say fairly recently in the world of uh, you know real estate, but as soon as I met him, I'm like, oh, this guy is awesome because he has systems, he has strategies, and he's just a fun guy. But like he's just he's he's entertaining and he clearly loves what he does. So we had all sorts of topics that we could talk about today, and uh, I said let's let's do this one because he he's truly mastered a system for open houses. Um, his name is David Paul. And uh, David, go ahead and you can unmute yourself and introduce yourself and tell everyone how long you've been in the business, where you're from. Let's start, just give some context. Can you believe it only cost me $20 to get Jesse to say all that nice stuff about me? <laughs> money well spent. I'm going to put that in my highlight reel. Um, yeah, my name is David Cole. Um, I've been in real estate a while. I was born in Detroit. I actually was grown in uh, Arizona, though I went to kindergarten in Arizona. That's what I call my clients that come and ask me, well, how long have you been in Arizona? I say, well, I wasn't born here, but I was, I was, I was raised here. I was grown here. I, you know, I've been here my whole life, and I can tell you all about everything about Arizona, which people like at open houses, by the way. Um, did a background in corporate, was in a big financial institution for a number of years, project management, all that good stuff. They hit us with the whole COVID uh, yeah, layoff type of thing. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm halfway through my real estate class. Let me go ahead and uh, take this as a sign from the universe to not only finish and get into real estate, but actually get paid while I'm finishing and getting that class done. And here I am. I, I love it. And and just so we know, when we because di- we're diving into mastering open houses, we're going to go deep and strategic. David, that's the way his brain works. And I love it. Um, but your father is also in the industry. I mean, you, you, are, you were born into a real estate family, correct? Yeah. Yeah. My dad's always been a mover and a shaker. Real estate, one of the, his many ventures. And, um, you know, I've been really, really, really fortunate to have exposure to him. When I was a kid, he would wake me up and take me to work and just, just for me to be there. And he would just sit me in a chair, whatever business, whatever he was doing, whatever ride along I was riding along with him, I would just be there observing. And then at the time, you know, when you were a kid, you're like, God, why are you doing this to me? But, you know, I really benefited from not having that business mindset in pretty much anything that I do, which, um, as you know, we're all business people. We're all individual, independent, small business owners. And uh, that's going to change exactly, you know, how you get what you want to get and how you get to where you're going and the time that it takes to get there, if you get there. Is, yeah. Are you treating things with a business mindset, with a growth mindset, or are you just simply showing up to a job and clocking in? So I was really, really, really fortunate to have that um, exposure at a young age. I, I, I love that. And by the way, we're, we're going we're gonna to make some some clips we'll send you later. So Gian, if you're taking notes, I would love to have a little clip of you explaining how to mm-hmm. business mind. Because I think agents, all, a lot of times we forget. Uh, I mean, some people naturally are wired that way from upbringing the way you were. And some people, they have to remind themselves to bring that business mindset back to the way they approach their, their real estate career, right? You're and that's okay. Saying. You know what? You know, 
there's some people that do not want to work 18 hours a day on call seven days a week. And that makes sense to me. There's some people that just want to show up and there's some people that want to, you know, clock out nine to five and, you know, it is what it is, or even get a salary. Some teams offer some structures like that, but there's some people that want more and, um, you know, that's what it takes to achieve that. So it's, it's, it's kind of like choosing which one you want and knowing what you're getting into, depending on which way you're going. One of them has a cap. One of them has no cap, but it's going to ask more of you. And it's going to ask for you to have a certain, certain mindset as well. I love that. All right, so so let's 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 dive into the open house topic because I, I think well, let's start here actually in this market because we'll get into your systems and how you approach it. But in this market where we sit, no, every every city is different. But you're you're in you know you're in Arizona, in Phoenix, um, and in most markets in the country. Do you believe that open houses are a viable way for people to generate business today? Like, is this something that people should should care about? And if so, why? Open houses are the entire truth. If there was like a set of commandments for real estate, open house would be one of them. And I fully, truly, wholeheartedly believe that. Um, you know, another mentor of mine told me, you know, and that was what really gave me the push into open houses because I had done open houses before. Let me make this very clear to everybody. I was burned by open houses and I was anti-open house. I don't know if I ever shared this with Jesse. I was anti-open house. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is a waste of time. But we'll, we'll probably touch on that later in a while. Um, but, you know, a mentor of mine pushed me back into it. He goes, you know, I said, well, what should I do? What should I do, be doing to get business? I'm trying. I can't get anybody. He says, you know what? If you took me, and I like that you asked that question the way you asked it, because exactly, I'm not making this up. What he told me, he said, you could take me and drop me in anywhere in the nation where I have no sphere, no network, I know nobody, and you could tell me get a contract in 30 days, I would do open houses five days a week. All right, break it down. I love this. All right, so any city, any nation, anywhere, have a contract in 30 days. The one thing in these open houses. So what what do we need to get started? How do you approach this? You know, I know you have a very systematic approach to things. How do you approach open houses? Walk me through it. So the first thing is... I know every state is going to be different. Every brokerage is going to be different. So grain of salt, talk to your broker. But I would say is figuring out who. Best case scenario, your own office, your own brokerage has the opportunities for you. Um, If you're at a larger company, you know, like Jesse is, you can just send out an email. You can just go in your MLS and go to your listing office who has an open house. From there, you and you know if you if that's not the case, then you can just look um, the area that you want. You should be doing this anyway. So if that's op- an option, try to limit to your company, even if it is mandatory in your case, depending on where you are. But decide what area you want to be. Decide what price point you want to be. In. Decide what type of homes you want to do do business in. Decide what type of homes you want to sell. And the type of people we want to deal with. Nowhere in marketing that I know of, and if there is something, I'm sure it's a tremendous cost for that level of granularity and lead generation. Nowhere do we choose our price point with our marketing efforts. Nowhere do we choose the neighborhood that we want to sell in with our marketing efforts for free. I want to really make that a key for free for zero dollars. I'm somebody who was paying two to three thousand dollars a month 
for 12 months for online Google leads. You know, I'm sure I went about it the wrong way. I'm, I'm confident a lot of people have a lot of success with that. But, you know, that's a tremendous cost, especially when you're just starting your business. That is a tremendous cost. And a lot of people don't fully make it. You know, the first 12 months, the first 24 months are really what are going to define somebody new to the business. And you don't have that cash. You're not flush with cash. You can't burn it just to stay warm, you know. So zero dollars, I really want to highlight that. For zero dollars, you can pick the neighborhood. You can pick your price point. You can have full control over your interactions. Somebody can't hang up on you when you're face-to-face like they can with online leads. And one more thing is, what are we always, when we are paying for leads online, what are we struggling to do? What is the major hurdle? I just want to meet you. They don't even want to meet you a lot of the time. They don't, oh, I'm just looking, you know, this, that, the other. At least if you're in person, number one, somebody within the first 60 to 30 seconds is going to decide if they like you and if they're willing to do business with you. Somebody, I just showed a house on Saturday, no, Sunday, uh, just yesterday, I showed a house to somebody and they, I know, this year was Monday. Anywho, real estate world, all your days blend together. Sunday, I showed a house to somebody and that person I met in an open house and she just looked at me after I gave my song and dance. I'm not joking. She goes, you know what? I like you. You seem cool. We should work with you. I could have said anything, to be honest with you. It was a, it was a, it was a vibe thing. It was an energy thing. She's a groovy lady too. She, you know, kind of like a hippie type of thing. But you know, I, I absolutely love it. I got to meet some fantastic people, and you're widening your network at the same time. So, go in your MLS. Go to your office colleagues, even face to face. If you actually still go into the office, just say, "Hey, I notice you do a lot of business, and I'm, I'm sure you can't be in a million places at once. I'd love to help out." And have a plan when you come to them. There's one thing that you'll notice, and maybe you know anybody. I I think it's a good idea to, if you're in that area, go to an open house, spend a day, and go to all the open houses and see what they're doing. I guarantee you, most people are not even going to acknowledge you when you walk in, or they'll just say hi and that's it, and might have a plano sheet, and that's about it. So what can you do? What can you bring that's going to set you apart? That's going to say, wow, because I guarantee you, all of those people are going to other open houses that are going into your open house, and they're going to say, whoa, look at this person. They have this, they have that, they have everything laid out. You know, snacks aside, you know, some people are snacks people and drinks people. I'm not, unless it's like a very high-end listing. Um, I just don't want more stuff for people to spill in somebody else's house, especially if it's not my listing. That just stresses me out to each their own. But just the material, the information, and approach it, not from a sales pitch, but from a information, a value, front-loading value perspective. I'm here to give you something for nothing. I just want to help. I love it. So, so let's let's dive into that. You, you, you doing your research, going to other open houses. You can see 
exactly what people are doing that you don't want to do. What do you bring? So you're not into snacks and drinks, right? And things like that. So what do you, what are you bringing when you set up these open houses to make sure you have all this value lined up? Like what, what, what's your, what does that look like for you? So the first thing is what's the number one thing you think people don't want to do uh, visitors or guests at an open house and do not want to do that. We try to get everybody to do sign in. sign in and thank you very much. Um, how can you, and one thing too, I really want to make clear, if something's not working for you, there's two ways you can go about it. You can abandon it or you can innovate. And I even mentioned that I, I even said that I was guilty of that in the past. I said, no, I'm not going to do pay-per-click leads. Maybe I was going about it the wrong way. I'm sure there's a better way. Um, you know, in that case, it was a cost, but I, that's why I abandoned that instead of innovating it. But um, so instead of asking somebody, hey, can you sign in? Or, you know what, lying. I don't like to lie to people. A lot of agents, you know, kind of say some things. Oh, you know, the seller required. They ask everybody to sign in just for security or whatever. That's not true. Um, And and even if they do sign in, most people don't want. They don't want to give you their info. They might just give you bogus info anyway. And now you're wasting your time following up with people that, you know, you could have spent that time elsewhere. So what if you could just give them something right when they walk in the door? And just say, hey, can you do me a huge favor? Um, right when they walk in, hand it to them. Maybe even take it a step further, put it on a little clipboard with a pen and say, hey, could you just, when you're walking through the house, just rate it um, just so we can know, the, let the seller know if they're where they need to be, if they need to change anything. Be honest, you know, and actually, and maybe even make a joke of it. It's actually not even my listing. I'm just holding it open. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Tell us what you really think about the house. And sometimes some people actually attach to that. They go, oh, wow, what are you doing here? Oh, wow, you're actually... Out and you know you're hustling, even though this isn't your listing, this isn't your house. You're still out here, out and about, trying to get business. Some people actually really resonate with me with that, so they mentioned that to me, and they were like, "Oh, okay, I really like that." You know what I mean? Um, so the the only thing I'll say though is, what's at the top? It's their info. Fill out your info, and once that pen is moving, they're just going to give it all. The first thing is not intrusive; it's just in name. They're already in the mode that, hey, I'm doing a favor. I'm just giving some feedback on the house. But once that pen is moving, and not everybody will, but if they do, you have a contact to follow up with. You have someone to plug in your CRM. Just doing things a little bit differently. Can you take another step further? Can you have a lot of them prepared on clipboards with pens? And if it's a family, if it's a husband and wife, if it's just a group of people, give one to everyone. Not just one person. Not just the first person in that group, give one to everyone. Because say I give one to Jesse and she doesn't want to, or he doesn't want to assign it. He doesn't want to give me his name. Or he just fills out the bottom, the feedback portion, which is fine. You know, we can give that to the seller. But also, if you're holding somebody else's open house and you give them, obviously you're going to keep the information to yourself. It's your lead. But if you're going to give them a picture of this portion, hey, here's the feedback everybody gave us at the house. That's somebody who's going to be really keen on you holding open houses for them moving forward because you're giving them value. We're not talking about just giving uh, potential leads value. Somebody's giving you, doing you a favor by letting you hold their open house open, deliver value. So maybe he won't fill it, but maybe Susan. I just need one person out of the group to give me their name, phone number, and email. What else can you put on here? Can you put a coupon? Can you put a call to action with a check mark saying, hey, um, check here if you're interested in off-market properties. 
check here if you would like me to give you $5,000 at closing just for buying a home with me, depending on the price point. You know, this, that's not for everybody. I just do some crazy stuff. Um, you know, to me, it's money I didn't have to begin with. You know what I mean? It's somebody that it's very hard to get to bite. You know, you're meeting a bunch of people, but that, that's one thing. Um, another thing, the value, again, have something substantial. Don't just have a plan on sheet. This is cardstock. So we make, we make books, front and back, thick cardstock with the material inside. We bind the book, actually. Something that when you put it in their hand, they're like, oh, wow, okay, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm not going to just toss this in the garbage. And I don't care if it's on their desk for three weeks, a month, six months, in their junk drawer. Along the bottom of this, what is this? This is my business card and this my name, email, phone number. What's this? This is a QR code that sends them directly to my uh, website. What does this say? It says free, free neighborhood guide. Some people, even if I forget to mention it, if I'm juggling a bunch of people, they, they see them, they say, oh, is this for me? Yeah, it is for you. Take one, take two. Give one to a friend. Do you know anybody else thinking about buying in this neighborhood? This has all the information. Even if this is if this is the house for you or not, um, this has all the info about this neighborhood, the schools, what there is to do, the food. And make that to your own. You can go on list reports. You can make something um, just quick and dirty. And that is already 10 miles ahead of most people what they do at an open house. But have a number of things to put in their hand. And when you put something in someone's hand, Make it substantial. And again, we're here to impress them. We're here to sell ourselves. So when you give somebody something, don't have it just be a flimsy black and white plano sheet and that's it. Have something substantial, something they feel compelled to hold on to and follow up with you perhaps. It's 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 really brilliant that distinction there because you think about a lot of people will give out probably like a flyer to the house, the listing they're in, which as soon as you decide as a buyer, you're not interested in that house or you're walking through, the first thing you're gonna do is get rid of that flyer. Most people. But when you when you have something that's like if the if you're interested in the neighborhood, a free neighborhood guide, like you said, even if they're like, I don't like it feels like there's enough value, they're gonna hold on to it. That's brilliant. I really like that. Not only that, I, I tell them, hey, whether try to sell the house that you're in. You, somebody's doing you a favor. Um, so definitely don't just, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever. But even if this house sucks, you know, here you go. But no, just say, you know, hey, whether this is the house for you or not, let me show you around the house or let me tell you about the house. Um, but when, whether, and I usually reserve this till the end, um, not at the very beginning. The very beginning is the, is the sign-in card for them to carry around. Now I interacted with them. I said hi, maybe made a joke, whatever it might be. Let them kind of do their thing. Maybe poke my head in every once in a while. Don't just be on them. It's very hard to want to do that. Not want to do that when, you know, say that you've only had one visitor all day. Now you're just smothering them. Be cool. You know what I mean? Um, at the end, before the end, mention too, when you give them this, by the way, I have some info for you before you leave. I'll, I'll just give you some free information to take. Away. I'm like, okay, great. Now, and I just want to sidetrack really quick to highlight two different, a fork in the road. There is the, right when somebody walks into an open house, hey, oh my God, blah, 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 hey, sign in, please. Um, you know, we require it actually. And, you know, the security measures and this, and the seller asked me to, and oh my God, get away from me, right? It's the Macy's effect. 
when you walk into a department, somebody can help you find anything. I actually am there to find something. I don't know where it is. But I'll say, no, 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 I'm good. I'd rather struggle and, and try to wander around finding the socks on my own or whatever it might be. Um, if, if I swipe my, I'm on one of those weird, I'm crazy. If I swipe my my card at the gas pump and it says, see attendant inside, hmm, do I really need gas that much? Maybe I can go somewhere else. Versus, oh, hey, uh, I'm weird. Hey, um, you know, hey, uh, what's going on? Oh, hey, just poking around, looking for a while. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Hey, if you don't mind, um, while you look at the house, just let us know what you think. I want to let the seller know if they're really where they need to be. It's a couple of weeks, again, kind of nervous, you know, or, you know, they just they just weren't too sure about the price, whatever it is you might say. Oh, by the way, um, I have some free information for you to take away before you leave. I'll make sure you get that. Oh, thanks. So there's the no, there's the the Heisman trophy, the stiff arm, get away from me. And they're like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. Yeah, I would like some free information. Oh, he's not trying to smother me. So those are two different paths right there. And that's going to really, really, really define the entire interaction. Whether you immediately lost somebody or they're, you know what, I can talk to this guy. He's not a salesman. He's not trying to push something on me. And even if they tell you, oh, you know, I have a real estate agent, because a lot of people will tell you that right from the get go. So, oh, awesome. Here's my card. Could you give them my card? I'm actually doing a lot of marketing in this neighborhood. I might actually pick something up off market. If you guys really do love this neighborhood, I'm going to give them a heads up. I'm happy to do that for you. Hmm. Okay. A lot of them are lying. A lot of them are lying. And now they thought, wow, so this guy, instead of, he was just like, oh, okay, no worries. I still want to help you for nothing with no expectation in return. Hey, still take a free neighborhood guy. Is it okay if you take one of these? My name is on it. I don't want to step on your agent's toes. Oh, yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one. You know, how can you, instead of being pushy, instead of smothering somebody, instead of being a sales pitch immediately when they walk in the door, how can you just say, hey, not intrusively, oh, by the way, hey, can, can you just give us some feedback? And, and hey, I'm going to give you some a free book before you just take a look. It has a lot of good info in there. And circling back to the book, all the info, the planner is going to be in there. The very first page, I almost wonder how many viewers here and everybody take a moment and ask themselves and be honest. Have you ever tried to get a listing at an open house? Or are you only thinking buyers? The very first page in this book is, are you thinking about selling your home? Here's what I do. High level, very, very light, high level, no detail. But I'd like to actually follow up with you and talk in detail if you need to sell your house to buy a house. The Plano, the neighborhood guide, you know, list reports, um, eventually make your own, right? If you want to be a true neighborhood guide, uh, the a market report, what a, what buying a home looks like, what they can expect for closing costs, maybe some affiliates. Can you put a full page of a plumber, a handyman, a, you know, insurance agent, a everything you could need when you're buying or selling a home? You're like, oh, sure, I'm going to keep this just for this list. So something to keep in mind. What are you actually giving people and how, how useful is it? You want to be useful. I, I love it, David. And so when you're just being helpful, you're giving information, um, do you find that how often are people just opening up and they just start chatting with you and you start talking, you pick up a client then on the spot or more often is it like they just take the information, they say thank you and they 
you follow, it's up to you to follow up with them later. How does that balance work for you? What's your flow there? I would, if I'm just randomly guessing, just based off of this weekend, because we're going to open houses this weekend, we do open houses every weekend. Um, I don't know, maybe two out of 10 really like open up and latch on to you like that. Maybe even three out of 10. And it depends too. If you suck at it at first, keep going. Because the only way you can get good at it is to suck at it. You're going to refine it. You're going to make it your own. You know, uh, you might even say, man, David didn't know what he was talking about. This really worked for me. Good. As long as you're doing open houses, I'm happy. Forget everything I said. As long as you're doing them and it's working for you, if you're making it your own, you're happy. But I would say like two or three out of 10 will really converse and engage with you. I love that. Three out of 10, two out of 10 people that walk through the door actually talk to me, laugh with me, we're joking, you know, this, that. Give me a break. Um, and then another two or three might give you their actually give you their input, right? Um, for you to follow up with. And that's one thing I really want to make clear. I'm really glad you asked that because I was going to forget to mention that is what are you doing with these golden eggs the goose is laying? Somebody gave you their info. Are you hitting them up, you know, in a couple of days, in a week? Are you are you following up with them at all? Or before you leave, before you pack up for the day, are you popping in front of the house so you can see the house in the background? Oh, hey, you know, this is David. Um, you know, hey, I really appreciated meeting you. I'm gonna keep an eye out for you. This is my personal number. Anything you need, call or text. Please consider me your personal real estate resource. Um, hey, I'll be in touch. Maybe I'll follow up with you this week. That same day. That. Did anybody else do that at any of the other open houses that they went to that day? Because they went to a bunch of them, I bet you. Guaranteed. Now you immediately set yourself apart. You put a face to the name in that text message. It's just what are you doing that's completely setting yourself apart? And are you doing it in a timely manner? Because if you're getting all these great leads, people will tell you that about any lead source, even online leads, open house leads, people that you um are filling out a squeeze page, whatever it is. If you're not immediately following up with them, at least with something, you've already lost. They forgot about you. I mean, it's, there's a term that I hear a lot that reminds me of this. It's, it's a speed to relationship. Like it doesn't matter where they come in from. In fact, online lead, open house, just in, in open, everything you're doing, you're working to, you keep saying illustrate value and you keep saying differentiate yourself. But I think you're also going towards building a relationship with these folks. Would you agree with that? hundred percent. And that's the easiest way to build a relationship with somebody very quickly is your intent. People can smell your intent. I mean, they know we're all salespeople. People don't like people in sales inherently. They don't like you. There's a whole reason that there's a trope about used car salesmen, right? Because you're in sales, you're in sales, you're in sales, you're just trying to push. But if you can make it clear that, hey, I'm not a salesperson, actually. I'm just here to help people. I love to help people. I love to sell homes. I love to look at homes. I love to help people achieve their real estate goals. I love to give information to people. When they're unsure what to do, when they're lost, they don't have any direction. Maybe it's our first time buying a house. I tell people, even at the end, when I give them that book, I say, you know, by the way, if you're looking in any other neighborhoods too, I don't want to bug you, but if you're looking at any other neighborhoods besides this one, let me know. I'm happy to prepare this free neighborhood guide and market report and any questions you have for every neighborhood you're thinking about for free. I just want to give you as much information as possible. So when the time comes, you feel like you know what you're doing. 
love it. We got we we got like two minutes left, David. Time goes quick. Do, do you oh, yeah. do you have any tips, any things that you're like, hey, we haven't covered this. I got to make sure I tell people about this. Anything or anything you want you want to leave people with also. So we talked about how to find open houses. We talked, and by the way, hunker down. If you want to hunker down in a neighborhood, open houses is a great way to do that because you're going to meet the neighbors. You're going to meet the people that are looking in that community. You're going to become a face in that neighborhood. Um, go knock on the doors maybe an hour beforehand, at least 10 doors, you know, just on at least that street. Hey, we're holding an open house. I know that you would love to pick your neighbor. You know, maybe you have some friends, some family that are dying to come live by you. I'd love if you just come look at the house. Bring anybody that you know that's thinking about moving in. Um, we talked about what you should bring to an open house. Your kind of your intent at an open house. Follow up is key as well. Um, add your own spin to it. Just, just you know, and do it consistently. Don't do one just like anything Jesse would tell you. Hunker down and say, "I'm I'm all in on this." What have you ever done with one foot out the door that ever turned out good? Actually, buckle down. Do open houses, even if the first one doesn't go good. I tell people, you know what? I and I know we're just at time. I had somebody I met in an open house. We hit it off because they liked me in the first 30 seconds. And they said that night, they said, can we look at houses tomorrow morning? That morning, we're looking at houses. Seven days later, we're under contract, almost a million dollars, all for zero dollars, zero dollars. I'm under contract for another $1.4 million right now in Scottsdale for somebody they sent me that they referred to me. All for free, all for zero dollars. And the only last thing I'll say is if I do open houses, five days a week for four weeks and nobody shows up. It's very hard to not get demotivated, but just please keep this in mind. Buckle down, stay with it. If nobody shows up to any of my open houses all month and the very last minute of the very last day that month, the last open house I'm doing, those people show up. Was all of it worth it? Absolutely. Only oh, last thing, if you're doing an open house, don't just show up for an hour or two. Do an open house. Be there for four hours, five hours. Actually be there. David, what I love about this most of anything is anyone can do this. Like literally, it's anyone, anyone. So I just, I, I love your passion. I love your systematic approach. I love your passion. And so many guys, there were so many little nuggets to differentiate yourself in this. This is fantastic, David. Truly. I, and you know what? If somebody thinks of something else that's really working for them, something I've never thought of before because I haven't thought of everything. You guys have a great network, you know, share it. Have somebody, hey, I, I tried this. Everybody loved it. I picked up a couple of leads. Oh, wow, let's all try it. You know what I mean? It, it's such a great way because there's so many, not everyone's going to do it the same way. And somebody's going to add something or further innovate it or come up with a new idea. Share that idea. Let's all like constantly mastermind and innovate and, you know, have that sense of community that, hey, we're really, we're all the masters of this. I love it. If someone wants to connect with you, David, if they got a referral for Scottsdale or anywhere in Phoenix, how, how should someone connect with you? Yeah, greater Phoenix area. My website is uh, davidpole.com. It's just my name on the screen um, or djprealty.com redirects. My email, again, my name is just contact at davidpole.com. So my website is davidpole.com. My email is contact at my name davidpole.com. And Paul is P-O-L-E. 
Yes. All right, guys, have a wonderful day. Thank you for being here. We'll be here again tomorrow. Uh, we got Amy Izzo on Agent Power Huddle tomorrow morning. And uh, David, I just appreciate you being here. Have a good Thank day. You. This is awesome. All right, bye, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.